Marketing for community colleges is tough, but after 20 years of working solely with two-year technical and community colleges, we've learned a few things. Now we want to share them with you. Welcome to the Community College Marketing Masterclass Podcast. If you're looking for expert insights from industry experts, you've come to the right place. Bringing more than three decades of marketing and communications experience, please welcome your host and Interact Communications founder and CEO, Pam Cox Auto, PhD. It's a good day. This is Pam Cox Auto, and I'm here with two of my favorite people, and I'll let them introduce themselves, but let's just say they're from far, far away. Right, but the same galaxy, though, yes, same one. same close. So, hi, this is Kathleen Gabral, and I'm from Leeward Community College on the lovely island of Oahu in Hawaii. And? And aloha, this is Susan Lee. I'm the marketing director for University of Hawaii Community Colleges, and I also come from the lovely island of Oahu. And we got you here in Wisconsin in the middle of winter. I'm kidding, we're in California. <laughs> we could never get them to Wisconsin in the middle of winter. So we just had a day together, right? We did. It was wonderful. Well, yeah, and, and now that sounds strange. So what we should, <laughs> we're going to have to backtrack on that one a little bit. But okay. So where were we? Come on, tell us, Susan. We were in Mountain View. I'm, I'm not Susan. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like it. We're in Mountain View. We're at the Google headquarters. My land of dreams to come true, I don't know. The center of all information, yes. that's what I think of it as. Yeah. Or, or Big Dad is Big Daddy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, so what we were doing is Interact was working with our partner, Reach Local, and we do digital buying and we work with community colleges. And one of the things that we did was we thought that instead of continuing to send you paper about digital advertising and pay-per-click and all of that, we would bring everybody together to Mountain View to Google and give you a day where you could kind of hear it all from the horse's mouth. Right? Yes, right. Exactly. that was awesome. And we also had Google as well as Reach Local, and they were talking to us about all of the kinds of things that you can be doing with digital advertising that many of us are and many of us aren't. True? Yes. Absolutely. So what's the best thing you heard today? Well, you know, I, I can't say that there's one thing that I could say is best, but what I learned that made the deepest impression on me is that I know that marketing has been changing, obviously, and I thought I knew most of what I should be knowing and doing. Right. Today I realize that's absolutely impossible and that a lot of us have one people shops, mm -hmm. but we can't do it. We cannot do it alone simply because there are so many parameters and possibilities and options that if you want to use your money effectively, you have to go to people like Interact who have to partner with people like Reach Local because there's simply too much data. When Reach Local was talking about search and how people in different parts of the country search for colleges near me slightly differently in different parts of the country is when th that sold me. I, I thought, I can't read enough and analyze data enough to make as good decisions on my own as I can when I partner. Absolutely. I totally agree with Kathleen. It's just talking about keywords, for yeah. example. I recall when you folks helped us develop keywords for our outreach. It was incredible. It was a huge spreadsheet full of these words that I would have never thought of using and for us individuals to try to 
do the work that you do and that Interact does and local reach does, it would be impossible. I totally agree. And today what it did, it really validated the decisions we made in regards to reaching out for the professionals and experts to help us address some of these digital needs that we need to start pursuing. I come from a time when traditional advertising was just top-notch and I could handle that but now that it's moving really into the new world of digital we really do need that expertise and I really appreciate what you shared with us I mean I think it's just validated that the decisions we made was correct decisions well first of all thank you I appreciate that but I'll also tell you that one of the things is is that whatever we know now will not be the same next year. I mean, mm -hmm, I know. that was I one know. of the huge takeaways is that it has to be your main job to stay up with it, which mm -hmm. is what it is for us, because you're having to deal with the onboarding and retention and graduation rates and things that are unique to colleges. How in the world can you possibly do all of that and then stay up on the ever-changing trends of what's going on in community college, keywords and searches and all of those things? Exactly. And the fact that Google being enormous, one of the um, highlights of the day, I think, is when they were talking about life was really made up of moments. And it was a beautiful ad for Google because it was the in search of moments, the life-changing moments. And I thought to myself that if you can partner with the right people, and Susan and I obviously think we made the perfect choice mm -hmm. with you, Pam, you. and your company, then it frees part of our time up so that we can help other people on campus improve those moments that we would be spending time doing, you know, ads and things that just too many things to do and, and limited resources. So. The data that we were given today and the, the approach of how to interact with students and the student journey being so much longer mm -hmm. in that decision making and how many touches we need, to me it's just in order to do a good job for my college, mm -hmm. I have to partner. I mean, I just have to. And this is said from the point of view from somebody who, as Susan knows, thinks I can do everything. I think I can do everything <laughs> by myself. So this is a big <laughs> confession on my part. <laughs> well, I think you can do many of them, so mm -hmm. I'm there with you. Mm -hmm. And one of the things you're talking about and what they said was life isn't made up of weeks and days and hours or minutes and seconds. It's made up of moments. Mm -hmm. And it's the memorable moments where that moment when you graduated, mm -hmm. right? That, that moment when your family saw you do something that you'd worked hard for, that moment when you saw your baby, that moment when you saw your grandchild, whatever it is, that moment at the very last moment mm -hmm. of your life will be one of the last things that sticks, right? Right. Those are moments. And colleges, we spend a lot of time making sure if there are moments that stick, they're not happy moments. You know, there are things like lines. I remember not being able to find a parking <laughs> right. spot. I yeah. remember how long the line was. I remember the teacher telling me, you know, you're never going to learn this. You know, I, I sure remember Paper Chase. Here's a dime. Call your mother. Tell her there's doubt you'll ever finish Harvard Law. Right? M moments that are not all positive, right? Right. And that whole idea that we've got to commit ourselves to make positive moments in a college or they're going to forget us, and they're going to go away, right? Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. exactly. That and it also, I kind of linked that to later in the day when we're talking about 
the personas of our audience because we have such a, a diverse audience, a potential audience. In my mind, I was thinking it'd be interesting to start writing because we're all trying to write personas and, and do that. It'd be interesting to add what was that moment in that persona's life that made them want to pursue education. Because the, the example they showed was the guy who just had a bad day at work, right, right. decided to start Googling master's degrees or something like that. So, mm-hmm. And I, I kept thinking that'd be interesting because we're not only talking about who they are, but why? What was the moment? And it could mm-hmm. be the child, the first child, mm-hmm. and they were like, well, i got to step up and mm-hmm. get a better job or whatever it is. Yeah, we're always searching for that trigger. Yeah. I mean, what is, what's the motivating factor? Mm-hmm. And I, I think when we started working with you, Pam, and, and Interact, is that you shared with us the emotional part of messaging. The way I write copy is more transactional, uh, not so emotional. And I think part of today, we talk about the moment when someone makes that decision. And I just want to learn more about that and experience more of that and maybe experiment with that. On a future day, in fact, we're here in Palo Alto, there's a researcher here at Stanford called B.J. Fogg who does some great research on motivators and mm-hmm. triggers about what makes people make decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's certainly never transactional. No matter how many people tell you that they're making a logical decision, it's never logical. It's all about at that moment something hit you in a way that's either I can't stand this anymore or I really want that or mm-hmm. whatever it is. There's an emotional component to it, right? But there are triggers that are associated with it. And he's done just an incredible amount of research about what are the triggers to the moment, right? Mm-hmm. Where you realize I've got to do something different. Mm-hmm. And that's probably a good podcast thing for another day. Absolutely. We should talk about triggers mm-hmm. and, and that. But if you want to look it up, I've got some great articles I'll happily post on our blog so you can read a couple of them because this is a major area of research in both digital and web design. Triggers, oh, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the expectations of people. You hear a lot about, oh, millennials. And I, I think it's people in general now. It doesn't matter about the age. Expectations have changed so drastically about people assuming that they're going to go somewhere and find what they need and not have to look for it. So, you know, that customization and that, you know, people don't shop anymore in stores, right? And, and they expect. Because I I can't even remember who was it the a person was talking about YouTube or it's just that people expect the predictive you know, that, right. that was the Google right. thing the predictive mm-hmm. experience and so to understand the triggers and the emotional causes behind things is where we as marketing and communication people we have to understand that well you have to ask yourself why are they making this choice right now instead of six months ago right you know yeah. why now what was it. And I'll tell you, one of the big things is, one of the data points that we got from Google today was it takes a year of searching before, in many cases, they're ready to make a choice about coming to college. And most of us live in a world where we do an ad campaign and somebody in a higher office expects us to produce students, you know, within the next month or so, right? Exactly. And the whole point is that this isn't transactional. It's not drop the coin, they'll show up in 20 minutes and they'll be in our classes. It's 
drop the coin, they start thinking about you, and then they think about you some more, and then they think about their money, and then they think about their kids, and then mm-hmm. they think about... There's a million parts to this piece, and the whole idea that we can not do marketing one year, but we'll still get good results, not true. Mm-hmm. You have to be up, and you have to realize that there's an arc that's going to take about a year for mm-hmm. people to show up. So your students this year are probably people you recruited last year. Wow. Right? right. We used to talk about, uh, this is a couple of years ago, about latent decision making. Yeah. And I think this is all about that. I yeah. mean, that's something that I used to talk to my um, supervisors, uh, the, the leadership about, okay, we're doing all this work and then we're we're doing TV, we're doing all of this, but it was just because we knew that they were going to make a decision, we just didn't know when. So like you said, today we just found out a good data point was it takes about a year for them to make that college decision. Right. Yeah, to put that trigger and do it. Pam, can I tell you a data point that scared me? Sure. Okay. So when they were talking about search engine optimization, and I think I'm remembering this correctly, that the majority of people, when they are searching for educational opportunities, and it was a large number, will really end up going to one of the first three or four that they saw. So they could have started the journey a year ago. And if you didn't pop up and somehow make yourself known in the top three or four on that page, on wherever they were going to seek out information, you might never pop up, no matter what you're doing anywhere else. That kind of scared me a little. Well, and it's one of the pieces that we're all beginning to recognize, right, as a reality of our existence is people will not pick you from the website that you have, but they'll certainly take you off the list from the website. Mm. So the first winnowing is I'm looking for something in nursing or welding or whatever it is, right? I want to transfer something. I do a search. Mm -hmm. If you don't pop up in page one or two, in all likelihood, I'll never consider you unless I narrow my choices down and then suddenly you pop up because I needed underwater basket weaving and you happen to have it, right? Right. Then it might pop up. We're very good at that. Well, and you know, (laughs) you're an island. Of course you would be. That just makes sense. (laughs) Yes. But the whole point here is that if I don't make that first search piece, you're not going to find me. And then the next winnowing part is, let's say I pop up on that first page and I come to your website and you, let me think, there's a technical word. Um, yeah, suck. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> suck. Then what's or it going takes ha- more than seven seconds. That's, that's yeah. right. Or, you're, or exactly. takes more than seven seconds for your pages to load. They've already taken you off the list, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Those are scary things. And it means of all the things we can't allow things to happen is we can't allow the college to let us settle for mediocrity in our online presence. Yes. Just not possible. That's one of the things that I got when I walked away from today's session was that I really need to go back and look at my website and reevaluate everything and maybe just start from scratch and start all over. Well, here's a couple of things. One is I will post. We have got some tools that we have that we share. Mm -hmm. So I'll send you a list of tools that you can be using. We'll post it on our blog so you can see tools that are either available free or if you want us to do it, let us know and we'll run it using our paid tools and let you look at some of your analytics that are not about how many people are coming, but rather Mm -hmm. how slow the pages are and how many dead ends you have. And we'd be happy to provide that for you. And if you're listening, we will happily reach out to us and we'll do the same thing for you. But the point is, 
There's many places where you can be mediocre. You know, maybe mm -hmm. your parking's not great. Maybe the food at your cafeteria is not wonderful. But if your website is not just bad, but mediocre, mm -hmm. you're cutting your own throat in terms of competition and, mm. and being able to do well, right. even if you are on an island. A beautiful island. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Time went pretty quickly, right? It did. And the day at Google was... Awesome. The thing I loved about it, it was just all the people that were there. I mean, yeah. you work with some great people at great colleges, and it was just a nice day. It was just a really nice day, in spite of the thousand security cameras everywhere. You <laughs> Although the, the body cavity search, I promised you, never really uh, you know, know occurred, which I know is Maybe a disappointment. I know. I was a little. <laughs> so, yeah. so very sorry. I yeah. oversold that part, Maybe I guess. Maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. Susan, thanks so much. And I got to say, you. it's our great pleasure to be able to work with all of the community colleges in Hawaii. And in the middle of winter, I can't tell you how much we hate having to go to Hawaii Sorry. to visit you guys. It's just sad, really. Across the U.S., but yeah, we appreciate you coming. Our pleasure. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining the Community College Marketing Masterclass podcast. For more great tips on how to improve marketing and communications at your two-year college, visit interactcom.com and join us next time as we discuss and share actionable time-tested strategies on topics directly related to community college marketing.